Amen. Um, beloved faithful, I remember very well that as a, a young man, young man, when I'm talking about this, eight years ago, uh, when I was in preparation for, uh, for ordination, there were a lot of people uh, that would have questions about ordination. And I, of course, was in this community already before my ordination. And the question above all that people would ask would be, do you have any opinions about your name? What your name is going to be? Can you request a new name? If you don't like your name, can you ask for another one? Because, of course, when a priest is ordained, he is ordained and receives a new name before God. Uh, and, you know, you know what, they had so many questions about this in terms of, you know, it seemed so strange to them that somebody would submit um, this crucial aspect of their identity and life to somebody else to decide for them. And in fact, that submission and that humility that's required in submission is an important part of that process. But what I do remember and recall is that there were many people that while they didn't have any preferences for names, they had preferences for names they didn't want. And at the top of that list would usually be names like Yerya or Yerishe because they would be afraid that nobody would be able to uh, pronounce them, you know, whether they be Armenians who don't speak Armenian or non-Armenians who you happen to meet at the grocery store and they ask you what your name is and you say Yerishe and they're like, what are you talking about? What is that? I don't understand those sounds. Uh, even Mesrob, frankly, a lot of people, what, what, what would you say? Mesrob. I mean, those are normal consonants and vowels. But anyway, um, <laughs> diverging. And I don't, why? So, you know, it's a shame that people felt that way because those individuals, um, Elijah and Elisha, those individuals for whom those names belong, are such important giants in the history of our faith um, as Christians and, of course, as Armenians. There's a reason why there's so many priests named Yerya or Yerishe. <laughs> you don't walk around the streets and find a lot of people named Elijah or Elisha. But as an Armenian clergyman, it's kind of likely that you might be named Elijah or Elisha or Yerya or Yerishe. And in fact, every Sunday when we do a requiem service, um, their names are recalled because their experience and their, um, their testimony in the Old Testament is crucial to understanding of uh, life and reconciliation with God, acceptance into the heavenly kingdom, and death. Before I continue, just a few word, words about who Elijah is, Elijah is found in the book of Kings, and according to, um, th- according to the Bible, according to the Old Testament, he was uh, a, a prophet of pr- profound uh, power and influence, a man who stood as a representative of God and was called to preach to the king at the time, King Ahab, um, and to speak truth to power in a way that was quite dangerous for him and for those around him. And he was According to the Bible, although we don't have a full account of his entire life, somebody who was so beloved by God that, in fact, uh, he was not allowed to die, that a a chariot um, ascended Elijah to heaven. This is the only instance where we hear of something like this in the Bible at all. Uh, And so this individual, Elijah, is somebody who's very important And today is his day of remembrance. The first Sunday following uh, Pentecost, or Hokkakalust, is a Sunday that's devoted to the prophet Elijah. 
Now, I wanted to focus on him for a second here because as, a, as an individual who stands uh, as an exemplar of holiness and sanctity and devotion to God for thousands of years, for generations, he's very important for us to appreciate in his fullness and I believe also for fathers to appreciate. He's a role model for fathers in a very profound way because he exhibited in his life um, attributes which as fathers each and every one of us should try to express and to be uh, uh, conscientious of. Um, first and foremost, he was somebody who was a seeker. We understand from the very beginning of his life, he was somebody who sought out God. This is very important that for us, for those of us that wish to be in a positive and reconciled relationship with God, that we should be ready and willing to seek him out in our lives. That door will be opened if only we knock on it. And as a father, it's important that we be providing the example for those in our family by knocking on that door, reminding other people that they should follow us as we seek God, particularly, of course, our children. Secondly, he was an obedient man. Even though he was given extremely difficult assignments in his role as a prophet and in his role as a representative and spokesman for God, and he was put in life-threatening situations, in impossible situations, he never once complained, he never once rejected that calling, he never once resented his calling. He was somebody who was obedient Uh, to God's will in his life. As a father, it's so important to exhibit obedience to the higher authority that is God, because if we expect others to be obedient to us, such as our children, we once again have to be role models for that behavior. They have to see in us the willingness to submit ourselves and be obedient to a higher authority if we would ask the same of them. He trusted in God. In this life, especially when we're heads of a family, it's so hard to deal with the fears that come uh, along with an unknown future, with the difficulties that um, are just around the corner or the possibilities that have yet to been realized um, that could be dangerous or uncomfortable or uh, what we would not want for our families. And coping with that, being able to walk in faith and to have trust in God and His providence for us is the most important attribute of somebody who is willing and ready to receive his blessings and providence. God does not shed his grace and providence on those who are not waiting to receive it. But for those that are waiting to receive it, he is ready and ample with his blessings. Elijah was somebody who trusted every aspect of his life to God. He didn't worry about where he would eat, how he would live, or anything And the Bible tells us that in every turn, God provided for him because he lived in a way where he invited God to provide for him. As I said, and as I mentioned in my Armenian message today, his prayers were powerful. He was somebody who prayed often, who prayed hard, who prayed under all circumstances, and his prayers through his um, devoutness and his diligence and his faith had effect And most famously, um, as a sign from God through his prayers, he asked that God stop the rain for three, over three years. 
And God heard his prayers that there be no rain for three years as a sign to the king Ahab that he was being unfaithful to God, that he was working against the will of uh, the one true God. And God heard his prayer. And when uh, Elijah asked that it rain again, only he needed to ask, and it happened. His prayers were diligent, and they were effective. And lastly, and most importantly, Yerian Hamar Tzagir. Lastly, Elijah was somebody who was courageous in his life. He was brave. Of course, as we know, courageousness, bravery, those are not the characteristics of people who have no fear. In fact, as we read in the Psalms, uh, that the fear of God is the beginning of knowledge. We have to fear something. We have to have a sense of consequences. We have to have a sense that Actions lead to reactions, and we should be aware of them, and some of those reactions are not what we would want. So fear is important, but bravery and courageousness means being bold with God at our backs so that whatever difficulties should arise, we should feel as though we have what we need to overcome them. This is the example that the prophet Elijah gives us, because, and bringing us to the occasion uh, the reason that this feast takes place a week after Pentecost is because he is a nachatip, nachabadger, a um, pre, a foreimage, a foreimage of what it means to have the Holy Spirit in us. We have the Holy Spirit through the virtue of our baptism, and we have the same potential as this normal man, Elijah, to live a blessed life, a life in the love and providence of God, to be brave in difficult circumstances, to have powers of effect, and to be wonderful uh, stewards, caretakers, fathers and mothers for the benefit of those around us and for our community, giving glory to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ as well as His Father in Heaven and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen.